Hi everyone, my name is Melissa Perkins and I am from Melbourne, Australia. I'm the co-founder of Live Louder Podcasts and Fickit, the home of the original Hang Fold Go. Katie Dufferin from St. Louis, Missouri and I aim to elevate diverse voices to live louder. We aim to encourage and inspire our listeners touching on a broad range of topics, including health, wellness, nutrition, sports, yoga, spirituality, personal finance, family dynamics, and much, much more. This podcast is brought to you by Fitkit. When you're a super busy person and your carry-all is one of the most important items that you can't live without, say goodbye to messy bags and forgotten items. Hangful Go by Fitkit is a sport, fitness and travel bag that turns into a hanging closet. Like me, if you live an amazing and hectic life, running from one thing to the next with a bag for each event, you may feel overprogrammed, time challenged, and carrying multiple bags to get you through your day. The Fitkit Hangful Go has multiple pockets and a thoughtful unfolding design. Fitkit lets you organize and access your gear in seconds. This bag will revolutionize how you navigate your day to manage all the things you need to live louder in your life. Our fifth Live Louder podcast is with Grace Fennan. Grace provides us with a perspective of just starting out with a dream in her college years. Getting clarity on career direction and understanding who you are and what makes you tick in these informative years. We learn about the importance of having mentors and aspirational leaders who can help and guide you along your journey. Enjoy this, our fourth episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the FitKit Live Louder podcast. I'm Katie Duffin, one of the co-founders of FitKit. I'm here with Melissa Perkins, uh, the other co-founder of FitKit, and we are super honored to welcome Grace Fannin to our podcast today. Grace is a current senior at the University of Alabama, Roll Tide, uh, studying sports management and communications. Uh, Grace will be pursuing a law degree post-grad to study contract law and plans on working for the NFL, amazing, as a contract specialist and negotiator. Grace, we're so excited to speak with you today and uh, would love to hear more about your story. Why don't you tell us about it? Yeah, for sure. So I actually wasn't a sports management major and communications major from the beginning. I was actually just a pre-law major in my head. I just wanted to be the Roll Tide Alabama version of Elle Woods, minus the Harvard part. So I was obsessed with pink. I wanted to be just like her. And then I went to my first college football game um, and I changed my major because I was like, I want to be on the field doing that stuff right there. I want to be the girl that's sitting there with a the clipboard in her hand, telling everyone where to go, telling everyone what to do. So at first I was just kind of like, oh, I want to work with football. And so I changed my major to sports management, not really knowing what I wanted to do past that. So then I met someone named Kelly Masters, I believe her name is. She's an NFL agent, and she kind of inspired me to go back on the pre-law track, the communications track. Um, so now I'm kind of at the point where I'm finishing up my last year of my undergrad, and I do plan on going to Alabama Law School um, to get my law degree in contract negotiation, like you said. 
and then hopefully be an NFL agent. So that's something that's just really exciting for me. Um, and I'm really, really hyped about, you know, finally graduating from my undergrad, going graduating law school, because then not only am I in some aspects still living my dream of being, you know, the Southern L Woods, I'm also breaking into a male dominated field. And that is something I feel is so awesome. Uh, because a lot of people don't have the courage to do that. They're willing to give up. They're willing to quit. Um, but being a female in a male-dominated field is also such an experience in many, many ways, good or bad. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's something I think both Mel and I can identify with as well. Mel had a, um, a long banking career, which is traditionally very much a male-dominated industry. And I worked in... Uh, consumer packaged goods and manufacturing for most of my career, also very male dominated, dominated. So, um, you know, that is, it, it does, um, you know, take a certain set of skills that you develop over time. Um, but I've also found some really great mentorship opportunities with my male counterparts and my uh, mentor even today um, was my, my last boss in corporate America. And, and he's a phenomenal person. So, um, I would say always look out for the people that are um, the helpers and the supporters. They're there and um, make relationships with those people. They, they'll really help you out along the way. So, you know, your our audience is one that really spans um, a lot of different age ranges. But I would say for the most part, um, they're over 35 and kind of mid-career. So it's really great to feel your energy just starting your career um, so what would you look for, for somebody that, you know, maybe is mid-career or later in their career, what would you look for as you enter into the very first steps of your career going to law school, um, from somebody like Melissa and I? Honestly, I take any advice from anybody, no matter what field they're in, because as long as you have experience, I'm sure there is some advice I can take from you, even if it's not in the sports field, if it's not in the law field, like there could be someone who was a biology major and now they work in a lab. I will take any advice I can get from anybody that can help better myself because you can never stop getting better. You may think you're up top of the world, but there's always room to achieve, like, achieve more, get better, um, raise your standards. So, Yeah, I think it's um, really cool. I love that. And um, it makes me think back about when I first started as well. And I think that is definitely the difference, isn't it? When you're open to listen and open to learn and that never stops, you know, for Katie New and I, even in midlife, it never stops, does it? <laughs> Learning. So um, now you have to tell us, Grace, what's this music happening behind you? Or I can see the walls vibrating there. What's happening? So the gym is right under my apartment. <laughs> And it's not usually that loud. I guess someone just connects us with a Bluetooth in there, which happens to happen right at the time of this call. So <laughs> I do apologize for that. No, well, I love the motivation where, um, you know, it's happening and um, makes you um, feel inspired, I suppose, to um, do your exercise. <laughs> or guilty, one or the other. <laughs> so it depends on the day. That's right. So um, tell me about, um, you mentioned um, the lady, what was her name that su supported you or helped you in the NFL? So she's not really 
helped me. I've had maybe a five minute conversation with her, but her name is Kelly Masters. She's an NFL agent in Oklahoma City. Um, so I got to talk to her for a little bit, kind of see like, you know, what was it like breaking into a male dominated field? And she gave me the answers I wanted. She was like, it wasn't easy. Cause I mean, nothing in this life is easy if you really, really want it. But it's like I said, if you really, really want it, then you're going to get it. So she basically gave me the advice on if you really want this, like do not give up. There's going to be people that are going to tell you no. There's going to be people that tell you you're not enough. You can't do it. But in the end, those are just the voices in your head. If you really want something, you can go for it. And I have lived by that for the past four and a half years. Um, and I will continue to live by that because that is my motivator. Yeah, so that five-minute conversation has really pushed you for the last four years. Is that right? Yes. That's amazing. Yeah, I love that. And exactly what you said, you know, listening to other people and what they have to say, you know, it could be just that little conversation that inspires you to do better, which is amazing. Thank you. Now, um, um, given that you're in um, or focusing on sports management, <laughs> what do you do to stay fit? So what I do to stay fit is honestly, especially since New Year's, which I know a lot of people make their New Year's resolutions and they don't follow through on them. I have been in the gym every single day. Um, and I came up with a workout plan. Um, some days are lighter than others. Some days are a lot heavier than others. It just really depends on, you know, what we're feeling. Um, but I am in the gym pretty much every day or trying to stay active in some day every way because you only get one body. You got to treat it right. And if you don't treat your body right later down the road, you're not going to have a body you can use. And I really want to stay active long into my years. So. And that's so awesome to hear um, someone, you know, at university that actually talks like that. When I was at university, I was, you know, probably drinking too much. And <laughs> I mean, I do have my fair share. <laughs> but what's funny is on the nights I go out, I find myself even more motivated to go to the gym the next morning. Like on Saturday nights, I'll go out, I'll phone my friends. For some reason, I'll wake up at 6 a.m., no alarm clock or anything. I'll just be like, I'm going to go to the gym, and I'll go. And I'll spend, like, an hour just at the gym, just doing cardio, doing something to, like, move my body. I'll come back, take a shower, take a nap. But I just think it's so funny how I get motivated like that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It might be, um, yeah, I wish um, I was able to say that to my younger self. <laughs> Um, because you do you think you're invincible when you're younger and um, you know you take advantage of that when you're younger and that probably is what inspires you to you know to do yeah. the things that you do and the goals that you have so so outside of um, university life and sport what else do you do what do you do for fun in Alabama well, um, I'm not doing a lot of fun right now. I am working a lot, trying to save up money this summer so I can pay a lot of my tuition just up front, not have to work as much during the school year. But besides that, um, I spend a lot of days by the pool with my friends. I like to sit out. I like to tan. A lot of times we'll try to find something to get out of town. Um, so like we'll try to go to Birmingham or Montgomery, or I think we're trying to plan a weekend trip to Atlanta this weekend. So we're, just, we're always trying to find something to do. 
Um, you know, while we can, because we all have come to the agreement that once college is over, uh, we kind of got to say hi to corporate life and goodbye to doing whatever we want on the weekends. So yeah, we're just trying to take advantage of the time we have in college. Yeah, you really should. That sounds fantastic. So um, I love a great road trip. So what's like, what's the best road trip you've ever been on? The best road trip I've ever been on has probably also been a mix of the worst road trip I've ever been on. Oh, we want to hear that story. Um, so I think so it was going from here to College Station, Texas. Um, we went for the Alabama-Texas A&M game. It started out great. Two hours into the trip, we had a flat tire. Ooh. Took about an hour to get that fixed because we didn't have a donut. So we had to call somebody, had to call whoever's driving insurance company. And then we were on the road again. So we thought the worst part had gotten past us, right? Get further down the road. We accidentally hit somebody from behind. Oh Everyone left it off. They didn't press charges. They weren't really going to call the cops. So we're like, okay, cool. So we keep going. Um, then we're like, okay, we're going to stop for snacks. And let me tell you, I don't know where we stopped. It had to be like a mom and pop shop or something, but they had like the cutest looking store. They had the coolest snacks. Um, one of my friends got something that was super powdery. She opened it. It went all over the car. You know, those scenes in the movies where it's like something spreads over and everyone's just like frozen. It looks like that. Um, so the whole way there was just a mess. But on the way back was really the best part. You know, Alabama might have lost. Mm -hmm. However, we were coming back with high hopes for a good week. Um, the following week in classes because, you know, it was supposed to be an easy week. Um, we come back, everyone's singing. Everyone's like having fun on the car. We stop for snacks. Don't make a mess this time. Uh, we stop a couple places along the coast, go take pictures on the beach. Um, we ended up being on the road for some reason at 5 a.m. Because we were driving straight back after the game. So we stopped on a beach around that time and watched the sunrise. Oh. And that was like the coolest thing ever because it was unplanned. It was just spontaneous. And honestly, it was a beautiful sunrise. So, and then once we got home, we all passed out. And uh, that was the best and worst road trip of my life. Because did some of my clothes get ruined? Yeah, but I mean... I've never traveled that far for a football game, so that was definitely memorable. And then as far as, you know, the way back, it was really great. Everyone had high energy. I loved it. That's awesome. And, and capturing that moment at the beach where the sun is rising with all your friends, I bet that was incredible. Mel lives like super close to the beach, right, Mel? How far away from the beach are you? Oh, not far. It's, um, I don't know whether you'd call it much of a beach, but it's more of a bay. <laughs> Um, though. Yeah, Australia is like the largest island. Well, we <laughs> in the world, we call it an island still. <laughs> but um, yeah, the um, yeah, Australia is sort of built on beaches. We've got um, amazing beaches, but we've sort of got like a bay area that's um, you know very flat. There's no waves, and then we've got the outer. Um, which is like crazy rough, um, the eastern side. So, yeah, there's, um, it's winter here, obviously, so it's freezing. I think the water temperature is probably, I don't know, five degrees. <laughs> <It's> like, 
<laughs> yeah, it's super cold down here because we get Five the degrees. Yeah, we got the Antarctic winds coming through, so it's like so cold in winter um, where we're based. And um, yeah, and then summer we can have like bushfires and 40 degree days. So it's like one extreme to the other. Katie always says to me, it's like, you know, um, St. Louis and Melbourne sound very similar where you can get four seasons in one day. It's like that. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone travels in layers. <laughs> yeah, we have two seasons here. It's really, really hot outside or it's really, really cold. There's no in between. There's no fall. There's no spring. It's summer and winter. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, I haven't, I've only been to the US um, twice. So I haven't, um, you know, experienced a lot of the US. Definitely on my bucket list to do. So. Yeah, a lot of people in Australia tend to travel overseas where um, before they even visit a lot of Australia. But with COVID, we had, you know, obviously no one could travel or go anywhere. So I think um, one of the big things here is caravanning. So, um, but ma mainly we call them grey nomads. I'm not sure what you call, call them over there, but <laughs> they're called grey nomads here and they're caravanners that buy a caravan and a Toyota Land Cruiser and travel around Australia for a couple of years. And um, and it probably takes about that long to get all the way around and because we've got sort of extremes. So we've got like beautiful natural rainforests and, you know, um, deserts and, yeah, um, but it'd be interesting to hear from your perspective on, you know, environment. And I know it's a big thing for um, younger people. And um, I know with my children, because my children are um, 16 and 13, and they're always going on about the environment, you know, and how lucky a generation we were, <laughs> you know, in terms of, you know, um, fossil fuels. I know Australia's like, well, um, our largest export is coal and we're always in the media. I'm not sure if you ever hear about it over there, but how bad we are for such, um, you know, environmentally beautiful country to be exporting coal as our largest export. So it'd be interesting to hear your views on environment. It needs some work, definitely. <laughs> um, I don't really know how to phrase it other than that. I'm gonna be fully honest. I'm not fully educated on everything that's going on right now. I don't really watch the news as much as I should. I'm working on it, but I also do work every day. So I don't really have time for that. Um, but that is something I am trying to learn a little bit more about just because it does impact us in several ways. And I want to make sure that, you know, I know we definitely need to work on, you know, cleaning up our beaches. That's for one thing. I went to the beach a few weeks ago and it was an absolute mess. Um, but yeah, I definitely need to learn on that. So to be <laughs> honest, I don't, I'm not fully educated enough to speak on it. Yeah, that's all right. Do you, um, like make a conscious decision when you go shopping? like for environment yeah I actually do um I either take my own bags um or if I see like Target will sometimes put out their brown paper bags if I see that I'm grabbing it um 
or I'm literally trying to carry all my stuff out because I don't like using plastic bags because the only things I use plastic bags for are trash bags. And then where did those trash yeah. bags go? The dumpster. So that's not really helping my case. Yeah. So, do, you, do you guys um over there, do you have you got plastic bags banned or not yet? Mm-hmm. Oh really? That's amazing. Yeah, we banned all of ours in all of our supermarkets, everything. So you have to take your own bags. Um yeah, and even like plastic straws, um, they're all banned now too. So yeah, so there's probably some things we do incredibly well and other things that are very challenging. <laughs> and yeah, there are certain cities. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say there are certain cities that have banned plastic bags for, for use in shopping and things, but by and large, mostly um, plastic and paper bags are available at most places in the US. Yeah, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we thought, how are we gonna survive? How are we gonna get our shopping like home? And you do manage, you just manage. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, anyway, I just thought that was interesting. So um, Grace, is there anything else that you would sort of like to talk about or? Not off the top of my head. Do you guys have any other questions? I have one really quickly. I mean, you're part of a generation that went through yeah. college, like went through a major part of your education during COVID, right? So yeah. What was that like? And, you know, how, how do you feel like you and your friends are, you know, recovering from that really? Cause that had to be really traumatic. Yeah. Um, so my last normal year of school was my senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. And then the first semester of freshman year was great. You know, at first, just like everyone says, we thought we were getting an extra week of spring break. And then it ended up being several months of spring break. So it was just, you know, that period of uncertainty made me like really anxious. Like, are we ever gonna go back to school? What, like, what if we don't go back to school? I'm going to be graduating with an online degree. Like that was just not something I wanted. So I'm really grateful we've gotten to the place where we can, you know, be in person, but it definitely has changed. Um, I think, you know, with COVID-19, if it had not, come up in the US. Um, my life is honestly like totally different right now. Um, probably wouldn't, oh, no. honestly, I probably wouldn't have the job I have right now. Um, probably, I mean, I don't know specifics. I just know that, you know, my life would probably be a lot different. Um, kind of like the domino effect, you know, one thing happens a million other things happen, so. I know definitely this changed my way of like going out. I don't think I've really gone out a lot until this past year uh, due to COVID. So. Yeah, thank you for sharing that with us. I mean, I think that that's challenging uh, for everyone, but um, you know, Melissa and I, we, our education was completed and, and such a big part of that is kind of socialization and being with your peers and really kind of learning together and, and, and having to do any piece of that remotely um, for the span of time is really just hard for me to imagine. So struggle. I'm not even going to lie to you. It was one of the hardest times in my life. There were several times where I was like, I might have to drop out of school because I cannot sit here and learn remotely. Not like this, not with a professor, not in front of me, not with someone not telling me how to do this, how to do this problem or, you know, figure out this formula. I just couldn't do it. So there were a lot of times where I was like, I don't think I can finish school. I might have to come back later. 
thankfully we are in a position now where I get to go to class every day. And as of the end of the spring, we did have, still have to wear masks, but at least it was an in-person education and I couldn't be more grateful. Yeah, absolutely. And then how did you motivate yourself during those down times? Like, how did you just keep, uh, keep moving forward? If I'm being fully honest, there were days where I would shut my computer and not do anything. Mm-hmm. And I am ashamed to admit that now, especially to my parents. Um, they would probably not be happy to hear that answer. But sometimes I would have to be like, this is the degree you want. Like, you have to go for it. You have to finish your degree. Because something my grandmother told me when I was in high school is I originally told her, hey, I don't think I want to go to college. I think I want to do real estate. It was a phase every single girl in my high school was going through. So I was like, oh, I want to do real estate. She goes, no, because here's the thing. You can work on a real estate license now. But in four years, when you're supposed to be walking across the stage with a college diploma, you're not going to have one. So how about you go ahead and get college out of the way? So that way, six, seven years down the line, you're not looking back saying, I regret not doing it. And she's been totally right. Um, so it was just really the idea of getting my college diploma that had kept me going. So, cause I didn't want to give up. I didn't want to be that one person that's like, oh yeah, I dropped out. While other people are going through getting their degrees, I wanted to be with them. That's amazing. And, and um, grandmothers are always right, aren't they? I mean, they oh are. my gosh. Yeah. I won't tell her that. But they oh my are. gosh, my, my grandmothers were both spot on all the time. So, um, but it took me a while to realize that to really yes. listen to their guidance. So that's awesome. Great. That's awesome that you have her and her support. Yeah, I'm really grateful for it. Uh, she supports me in a lot of ways. So I'm forever grateful for her. Yeah, she sounds like a neat lady. She is. Cool. All right. Um, Grace, did you have anything else you wanted to share with our uh, Fit Kit Live Louder audience? Um, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. <laughs> I really can't. I feel so bad. <laughs> this has been wonderful. I mean, really, thank you so much for, for being with us. Um, we really value your time and it's just really refreshing um, to, to have your energy on the, on the podcast. We, we really enjoyed our time together. So thank you so much. Of course. Um, I guess I'm going to go hit the gym now because this music is really (laughs) (laughs) motivating. All right. Thanks, Grace. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks, Grace. Yeah. Lovely to meet you. Thank you. Good to meet you too. Thank you. Take care. (laughs) See you. Let me stop recording here. I'm not going to be able to do that.